Well, hi there. Welcome to Pronouncing English with Pam. Today, we're going to talk about a really interesting lesson. You know, we have so many words in the English language that have multiple meanings. I had read somewhere that every word has a multiple meaning. How confusing can that be? Sometimes we have words that are spelled exactly the same, like the word lie, L-I-E. We say lie, we might mean the past tense of lay, like I want to lie down on my bed. Or the word lie could also mean telling a fib, not being honest. Stop telling lies. So those are spelled the same and pronounced the same. We also have words that are spelled different. For example, the number eight, E-I-G-H-T. That's how that's spelled, the number eight. But I might say a word, the past tense of eat, I'm eating my food, and yesterday I ate my food, and that's spelled A-T-E. But today we're going to explore words that are spelled exactly alike, but we pronounce them two different ways depending on the two different meanings. I put this into a pronunciation lesson for you because most of these words will change the vowel sounds, and I think that's really great for us. I always say I like to get up close and personal with how to say these sounds, so it's a good lesson for you and a variety of vowel sounds, and some of these vowels may be confusing to you, so today's lesson should help sort this out. So let's start with... Number one, and the word is spelled B-O-W. Oh, by the way, most of these, well, all of these words that I'm going to talk about today, just to keep things simpler with the uh, syllable stress, we're going to do one-syllable words, and that's because we're not changing the stress of the word to change the definition. So, all right, our first word is Bow, B-O-W. This vowel sound is O. And if you've listened to any lessons about O, I have said to you, I want you to think about this as a two-part sound, meaning we move our mouth to say one sound. But my mouth is open a little bit, and then I round my lips and close my mouth to get the second part of the sound. So my mouth is open to begin with, and then once I start making sound, I close my mouth. Oh, I hope I know you can't see my mouth, but it's opening and closing. Bow. So the definition is that's a noun, and it's a knot that has two loops and an end. So you might tie your package with a bow. A little girl could put a bow in her hair. Or maybe a a man is wearing a bow tie, bow. The other definition, spelled exactly the same, is a verb. And we're going to open our mouth and say bow, ow. That really is a big two-part sound. My mouth is open and then my lips really pull forward into a round W, ow bow. 
And that's the act of lowering your head or your body as if you were greeting someone. You're, you're bringing your head forward. After the play, he took a bow. This next word is not as popular of a word to use every day, but we're using the same vowel sound changes, and that's so and sow. S-O-W, spelled the same both ways. So, here's our O. That's a verb for planting seeds. I'm going to sow a thin layer of seeds in the ground. Sow. So open your mouth. Ow. Sow. That's a female pig. Boars are male pigs. And sows are female pigs. You can say the sow gave birth to eight piglets. I don't really know how many babies sows have. I should ask my husband. He's a veterinarian. (laughs) Around eight to 12. Hey, thanks. Okay, so let's do another O that changes to another vowel sound. And that's in the word dove. D-O-V-E. So let's start with that O again. Dove. That's the past tense of dive. And it's a verb. He dove off the cliff. To change the pronunciation, we have a relaxed uh. Uh. I hardly open my mouth and just say that little sound like in the word up. Dove. That's a bird. Don't feed the doves. All right. Our next one, we're changing... The vowel sounds will be E, that's a tense vowel where I I really push my lips back the most, E, or it might be E, and that's for the word lead or led, L-E-A-D, lead, like leadership, or the definition is to guide something or to guide someone. I might say you lead and I'll follow. E, that's a tense sound. The next one is a relaxed sound, eh, like in bet. Led, it's still spelled L-E-A-D, and that's a chemical element, lead. You may fill your car with leaded gasoline. So those two words are spelled exactly the same, but they have two totally different meanings. Lead, lead. Now, here's something confusing. When you lead, and I'll follow, the past tense of that is also pronounced lead, but it's spelled L-E-D. And we're not talking about that today. We're talking about two words spelled the same. So I know we're confused, right? We have lead, and I'll follow, And yesterday, if you led, and I followed you, but now we also have led, L-E-A-D, where that's the chemical. And I have a funny story for you. So my husband was telling me, he said that on TV, they often have a title during the news, and it says lead story, L-E-A-D. But he always reads it as lead. He thinks that there's, they're going to talk about lead poisoning 
something about lead because he has a chemistry background. And maybe that's why the first thing he thinks of when he sees this word is lead. It it can be pronounced that way. But on the news, they're talking about a lead story, something they want to start the program with. So it's confusing for everybody. And of course, you have to take into context what it is that you're reading to understand which way to pronounce this. Okay, our next word is live or live. L-I-V-E. Let's do the I pronunciation. That's a two sound, one vowel sound, but we have to do two things to our mouth. We open our mouth, stretch our lips back a little bit. I, live. It's an adjective. It's existing. Actually having life is being alive. So live, I might say, oh, look at the live lobster. I guess he's moving around. He's doing whatever a live lobster would do. Or maybe I would say, hey, I saw a live celebrity in Hollywood, a real live celebrity. Or maybe like today, I'm recording live. Well, no, I'm not. I'm recording it and playing it back. But you know what I mean. So the relaxed sound, live, L-I-V-E, live. In the simplest definition, it's to have a home. You may say, where do you live? Using these same vowels, we can talk about the word wind and wind, W-I-N-D. So the first one, I, wind. It's a verb, and it's to turn something. Typically, you might say that you're going to wind the watch or wind the clock. And then we have the relaxed I, it, like in the word it, I, I, wind. Wind, it's a noun. It's the natural movement of air. I might say the wind is blowing my hair. I know I haven't been keeping count, but we're on number seven. And this word is wound or wound. So we have the two-part sound ow. I open my mouth and then I round my lips at the end. Ow. Wound. W-O-U-N-D. The past tense of wind the clock is wound. He wound the clock. For the next word, we need the really tense vowel sound, ooh, where I bring my lips the most forward, and I'm saying this really tight sound, ooh, wound. And that's hard to do because the W is already, our lips are going to be forward, but we have to make two different sounds, w and ooh. So you have to deliberately say woo, woo. I'm making my lips come together a little bit and then move forward. If I didn't do that W sound in the beginning, it would just sound like I'm saying oond, oond. And that's not correct. You need that W sound, wound. And that's a noun, an injury to the body, some kind of maybe open sore is a wound. The nurse bandaged the wound. We have two more. We're, we're almost there. 
Let's move forward. Number eight, and this next one has a tricky R sound. It's a lesson in itself. Now we're talking about two vowel sounds that include the sound R. Tear and tear. Let's practice that vowel sound. You need to move your lips back in a tense way, E, and then give it an er sound, ear. You know, just like the ears that we have on our head, ear. We're saying that sound in the word tear, T-E-A-R. That's a noun, and it's the drop of fluid that comes out of your eyes when you're crying. I was tearful when I heard the news. Tear. And that's like saying air. I'm opening my mouth first. Ah, ah. And then I'm going for the er sound. Eh, air. Tear. Can you say that? That's a verb, to tear something, is to separate it or pull it apart. You might tear the paper in half. That's tricky. And even the past tense of tearing the paper is another vowel sound with an R, or tore, or I tore the paper. But we're not talking about that, right? Right. Stay on topic, Pam. It's so hard. <laughs> okay, last one. Drum roll. Yay. And this one isn't even a vowel change. How refreshing is that? And we're on number nine. Like I couldn't even think of a total of 10. I'm sorry. I really could only do one syllable words that all seem to go together in this lesson. And I came up with nine. This is number nine and the last one. And it's the word close or close. So it's spelled C-L-O-S, like in Sam, S-E, close, close. The first one ends in an S sound, S. That means it's, of course, close, a verb is something nearby. Don't stand so close to me. And then the other pronunciation is a Z sound, close. And that means to block an entryway, close the door. Now, these end in an S sound and then a Z sound. But really, the difference is the length of the word. If I say close, close, you can tell the second one is longer, right? So even though I am making a difference with the final sound, I'm making the first word sound a little bit shorter, close, and the second one, close. That's the difference in what listeners want to hear with this word. I wanted to tell you that the best way, of course, to figure out what meanings are, to look them up in the dictionary, but I really like Merriam-Webster Dictionary online. It just, to me, is very helpful. You probably have your own dictionary that you like to use. 
and I really encourage you to use an English one. Get out of the habit of looking things up in your own language. I know it's a study in itself to look something up in a different language, but I encourage you to try it. I'm going to put Merriam-Webster Dictionary online, the link down below, so you can check that out. And it's been a pleasure talking to you. I'll talk to you in a week. Have a great day, and I hope this was helpful. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye.